Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast with your host, Big Ken, a retired teacher bringing you lessons each week he's learned in the hobby by taking you behind the table and inside the mind of a dealer and a collector. Sit back and relax. There won't be a test. The only thing being graded here is the cards. Welcome to the Sports Card Lessons Podcast. I'm your host, Big Ken. Whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on a streaming service, please like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. You'll be notified whenever I drop any new content. Welcome, and thanks for being here. It's been another weekend taking care of things other than cards. Uh, we all have those weekends with so much going on that we put, you know, we put cards aside for a day or two to take care of other things, either around the house or family. And, and it's this time of year, right? It's the summer. You know, there's a lot of picnics. There's a lot of parties. There's a lot of stuff going on. Um, and we, and we wait all year for the summer, right? And we, when the summer comes, we want to do everything. It, it, it doesn't last. I, I mean, I, I say that here in the, uh, you know, on the East Coast, here in the Northeast. You know, it only summer only lasts a few months, and uh, we try to cram as much in as we can uh, and, and enjoy the summer, especially when we live near the beach here too. Um, but the hobby is always on our mind, right? No matter where we are, we're on the beach, we're on the road, we're going some on the road, we're listening to podcasts, right? We're you know, no matter where we are at home, anywhere with modern technology, the hobby is at our fingertips. Uh, and there's always that FOMO with everyone else posting their pickups on IG and Facebook, right? Um, I'm usually that guy posting, right? I'm usually that guy out and, you know, any shows I can get to, I get to, and uh, I'm posting my pickups, uh, but this week, I'm the guy with the FOMO. I didn't hit any shows, and there was quite a number of shows locally uh, this weekend, but I, I just couldn't get to them. And um, I could see everybody posting their pickups, and it was and, and just pictures and videos from the shows. Uh, exciting to see that how busy in July these shows have been looking. So um, I think everybody right now is excited for the national and just getting out, trying to get some last minute pickups and things like that. Um, so yeah, the shows were definitely looked like the shows were hopping. And from what I talk about, pe people were saying they were, they were great. So yeah, definitely had some FOMO seeing all that. Uh, but I took care of the things that I felt needed to be taken care of this weekend and, and uh, you know, spent some time with the family. So family first, right. Uh, I did upload the collaboration episode with Rob, sports card therapist, recapping the bleaker trade night uh, from Wednesday night. I uploaded that Saturday night. So if you missed any part of that or didn't see it, because I usually don't load anything on Saturday nights, uh, definitely go back and give it a listen. And, and, and you know, follow, subscribe whenever I drop those episodes uh, like that, that's will come out on not my normal day. You'll be notified. Um, so today's Sunday. I put some time aside to work on my inventory for the national. Um, you know, I talked about the five row boxes, the singles boxes I'm putting together. And I've been putting a lot of work into that, you know, kind of separating and identifying each row. Um, so hopefully, 
you know, I, I expect big crowds out there in Chicago. So hopefully people who are showing up, uh, if things are labeled properly and separated by year and things like that, that people will be able to identify what they want, you know, quicker. And, and I talk about, you know, I never know how much that hard work is going to really pay off or not. If this first few people come and they start mixing cards up, right? Because you see a lot of people will pull all cards out of one row and try to drop them in another one so they can, you know, make sure they look at everything. But right now, some of the stuff I'm doing, uh, I've been preparing. I put a lot of time aside, so it doesn't feel like it's a whole lot of work at one time, right? I put a couple hours a, a night in or an hour and a night in, or I'll take a few nights off and then put a few more hours in, whatever needs to be done just to make it, uh, you know, put it all together and make it great for when I get out there. But I started today checking current comps uh, on recent sales of some of the higher dollar slabs. Uh, that I've picked up over the last six month, months just to see uh, if following the plan paid off, right? What it's looking like at, at this point. Um, it's easy. We all know it's so easy to put a plan together, right? To stick to it is, is a whole other thing. Uh, and a lot of times, and, and this happened to me, right? I had a plan and I started adjusting that plan. And a lot of times we do, um, whether we're adjusting it because we want to make it easier or we're adjusting it because we're identifying that maybe some things have changed and we need to go, you know, switch up from plan A to plan B. But either way, it's easy to make a plan. It's a lot harder to stick to it. So I've stuck to this plan. So now, you know, I'm anxious to see, you know, if it's paid off for me, if, if this plan uh, that I put together is paying off. Um, so today is July 9th uh, and we are 16 days from the start of the national and I don't think comps on football will rise or fall much more in, in two weeks uh, unless there's some kind of news that comes out. Big news, right? So, you know, dropping if there's an injury to a quarterback, something like that, that their their prices would drop. Or, you know, like a signing, we're all keeping our eye on DeAndre Hopkins, right? Where is he going to sign if he was to sign uh, for the Patriots, right? Would Mac Jones prices start to pop up with people all of a sudden get excited and say, oh, okay, so we all need to start buying Mac Jones cards now, right? So something like that could pop the, you know, the comps one way or another. But I don't think if everything stays exactly the way it's same, stay exactly the way it is, Right. With no big news either way, I think those comps are, are pretty much they may shift a little up, a little down, but I don't think they're going to move much more. Um, I'm not going to price my cards yet. You know, I'm still going to wait till uh, just before I leave to go out there. Uh, but this just gives me an idea of where I stand with these cards or some of these cards, the higher dollar ones anyways. So I pulled out uh, 11 cards um, that I'm going to share with you. It's going to share with you guys today uh, just to see how well I've done so far on the cards. And I'm not going to get into the entire deals, you know, the trade, the cost, the money and all that. Uh, I'm just going to talk about is the card up or down and where I sit with that card uh, financially. Um, 
And to give you an idea, kind of what I think will be pretty liquid in my case, uh, come Chicago for the, and I'm calling them my higher end stuff. So, and you'll get an idea, you know, as I show them to you too. Um, and we're talking about graded cards that I purchased or acquired, right? I acquired these graded for the sole purpose to hold and then resell for the national, um, which I think is kind of the hardest way in the hobby. You know, the more time I put in, the, the harder I see it is just to buy a graded card and, and sell it for a profit. Uh, unless you're getting them in an unbelievable deal, uh, you know, way under comps, it's very hard to do that. Um, I discovered over the last six months, there's more profit and better margins in cards that if you grade yourself, if you know how, if you're doing it right. Uh, and I picked a lot of brains on, uh, you know, a lot of people's brains on, on, on the best way to go about finding cards and grading cards and, and, and how it works, because there were a lot of things that I didn't understand with the grading, like how are all these cards, you know, priced under the cost of grading? How, how do you make money selling that? Well, if you grade enough cards and you get enough tens, it covers the prices of all those lower cards, right? And I've talked about this on there, but I think there's, you know, better profit and margins in, in doing that. And I have a number of those cards that I'm bringing with me too, cards that I picked up raw and I've graded myself. Uh, but for today, we're talking about graded cards that I per slabs that I purchased graded, uh, and and I've held on to. I started this back in December, January, and I've been you know acquiring these cards all along. So let's go ahead and jump into it. I am going to for those of you who are on YouTube. But for those of you who are not, I will uh, describe what cards I have here. So the first one here is the uh, Joe Burrow, the uh, XRC number to 49 autograph. It's a PSA 9 auto 10. Now, I just picked this card up at Chantilly. So... The difficult thing about this card is, and, and I think I mentioned this when I talked about making this deal, um, is that the last public sale on this card was like a year and a half ago. So there's really no current comps on this card. So if you go to like an alt, it'll say the card's worth like $2,400 or $2,500. Uh, and I think that's just a little low. I, I would probably push this card closer to 3000, but that's me. It's my card. It's what I think. Uh, and, and I'm hopeful for it too. And I don't mind, this is a card I don't mind holding that if, if the prices were down on it, or, I mean, this is just, to me, it's an unbelievable card for me. If you know me, you know how much I love the XRCs and to get one that's autographed and numbered, I mean, of, of, a quarterback like Joe Burrow, I'm excited to have this card. Joe Burrow's whole market is up. 
So I think I think I am up on this card, but I really I mean, I could be up as much as five hundred dollars on this card or uh, just a couple hundred dollars. So I'm really not sure. Um, really going to find out uh, when I get out to Chicago um, how people feel about this card and 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 you know if there's offers or things like that on this card where i think the and there may be other people with the same card out there i get an idea of what they're looking to move that card for too um put that there the next one another joe burrow um this is the stars card um it's a pop 16 and again the last sale on this was december 2022 the last public sale so even though I think the last public sale was around $900, um, looks like the comps are about $1,200 on this card. Uh, it's it's also, it's and uh, I'm sorry, it's the Donruss Optic Joe Burrows Red Star PSA 10, um, which, which puts me in a really good position on this card. If, if, if the comps are about 1200 on this card right there, I would definitely be up on this card. And this card was a great card just to buy and hold, right? This is one of those cards. I have a couple of these Joe Burrow cards that really made sense. And it really worked out well for me just to, just to buy this card, put it away and then bring it out. You know, when, when I feel it's ripe to sell the best time to sell. So I'm definitely up on this card by a few hundred dollars anyways. Uh, the next card is uh, Joe Joe Panini Prism, Joe Burrow Disco Prism. It's the orange, and that's also uh, a PSA 10. Get those cards out of the way. Uh, it's also a PSA 10. Um, and uh, what I've noticed recently is... I, I, in my mind, and it just makes sense to think this, that the higher the pop count, the lower, like the value on the card, the lower the pop count, the higher the value. But I think what happens is on cards like this, that the pop count is high and it sells a lot and people are buying this card a lot and they're putting it up for sale a lot, that you get the ability to watch the comp go up on this card, to keep rising on this card. So a card like this, that, uh, its value is certainly not as high as those other two cards. Um, I'm up a couple hundred dollars on this card, which is exciting to me. But I think it's because that there's just been a ton of sales on this card. That a lot of people have this card. A lot of people are putting this up on eBay and they're putting it up on the auction sites, right? So these cards are moving and as they're moving and as people are bidding on them, the price keeps creeping up. It's a little higher. You can watch the, the trend. It gets higher and higher and higher. So here I'm excited to have this card and, and I'm excited to have put this card away because I, I would have never thought that this card would have gone up that much in value. And I'm excited. It did. Uh, last Joe Burrow is a Panini select maroon prism PSA 10. Uh, and I remember, I remember, I was about to say, I remember getting, so I remember getting every single one of these cards. I remember every deal, every person I bought these, even if they don't remember me, I remember them. Um, and, and just, just interesting that how in this hobby, so many memories, you know, of deals and, and getting cards and, and just, 
people you meet in the hobby, even even if they don't set up as dealers, they're just showing up at shows. Uh, even and and a couple of the cards I've only ever had one deal with one person over a card, but I still remember them and the card and the deal. So, um, but here's another one: uh, Maroon Prism, also a PSA ten. Uh, this one's numbered to one forty nine, uh, and this was a card I bought from a guy um, at the Springfield show, which was in January, and he just wanted to move the card. Uh, it was very late in the show. He was trying to make a deal with somebody else. The other person did not want, uh, the Joe Burrow card. And the deal was happening a couple tables away from me. And I was just kind of listening in. And I said to the guy, I said, what are you looking to get? What, let me, I mean, if you want to sell the card, let me, let me look at it. And I got a really good deal on the card. And you know, here it is. I'm up over $200 on the card. Another card just made a lot of sense to buy the card and put it away and, and wait for the right time to get it out. So I'm excited to have that card as well. All right. Now we're going to jump into some Patrick Mahomes cards. Uh, so this is the Donruss Optic uh, Pink. And this one here is a PSA 9. I don't have many 9s, but this here is a PSA 9. Um, and uh, I got a great deal uh, on this card. Um, I was at a slow show and things really weren't selling. And I put this together in a package and I got a great deal on this card. And the comps, now the, I, I'm up about 150 compared to comps, but the comps didn't come up that much since I bought that card. It was just, I bought that card at a good price. And I remember the, 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 uh, the PSA um, eight, there was a PSA eight of this card that I bought at a great price and, and, and moved it almost immediately. So I was happy to get into this card uh, at a great price. And when I show you the next one, you'll probably know why, uh, like I really didn't need this, this nine, but the price was so good and it was part of a deal that I jumped on it. So here's the same exact card right? But the 10, because I had the 10, right? So interestingly enough, I talked about the eight selling it immediately for a good deal. I talked about the nine buying it at a good deal and being up on it. So here is the 10 version of this, right? The, the, the optic pink rated rookie. And I'm down on this card. I'm almost thinking, and I talked about my sweet spot with the price, right? Between five and 1200 being the sweet spot, I think this year, that, that was kind of my goal in there. Um, I kind of think because this is a much higher dollar card that it's not selling as much and it's taking certain people that want to make that kind of investment into this card. So that's why I feel like the comps are probably down on this card. The cops are down, you know, I'm probably down a hundred dollars. It's they're down a hundred dollars from where I bought this card. And I thought I got the card at a good deal. Right. So, um, it's a great card and I'm hoping that it sells. I'm hoping that it sells out there, but I'm not going to, try to move this card for a loss because I would just as soon 
hang on to this card and hold this card because it is a great card and it's a 10, right? So, and you're going to hear that a lot with these upcoming cards that I'm going to talk about here. Uh, another Mahomes, this is just the Don Russ optic rated rookie, right? The, uh, it's just no, no color to it, right? Just the regular. And, um, Here's another card that I bought into and just got a good deal on. Uh, I bought this card at, I, you know, do we say at the comps? I mean, you go to a show, I bought it probably for about 85, 88% of comps, right? So now when I'm looking at comps, you, like all of a sudden that first 10%, right, is really you're taking that away because of really what, what I paid for. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to work that into the price as I talk to you, if I'm up or down too. Um, so just another card, um, I got into at a great deal, but I'm not up, I'm not up, you know, a, a big deal of money on this card. Um, and this was another card, the nine version of this drop, the price dropped way down. I, I remember I bought a few of the nines of this for around $300 and then they popped up to about four, 450. And it was, it made sense to move the card. But when I moved those cards, I ended up getting into this card because it was, the price hadn't popped up anymore on that card. And it was, you know, why not move, move a couple nines and, and, and have a 10, right? So I'm happy to have this card. And I think this card, I know there's a high pop count on it, but I think it should move fairly well uh, if priced right. Uh, the next one here is the uh, Don Russ Optic. This is, it's Patrick Mahomes. This is the lime green. Uh, and this is PSA 9. I'm ex I was excited to get this card. I really wanted one of these cards. I looked for a long time to get one of these cards. Uh, I finally found one at a great price. I was stoked to have this card. Um, I will bring it to the National. And here's a funny thing on this card. Um, I'm actually down... Um, uh, I am down a little over a hundred dollars on this card, uh, from when I purchased it, um, compared to the last couple comps. But the funny thing is when I look at this card, if I was, if I were trying to buy one now and I went through eBay or PWCC or any of these places, the cheapest I could find one of these cards is $2,200. Now, do I think that card is worth $2,200? No, but I think it's worth a lot more than the $1,100 or the $1,050 that, you know, these comps are showing that this card is actually worth, um, I probably think this card is, is about a $1,500, $1,600 card. Um, but here's a card that I will probably hold on to unless the price is right. Unless I get somebody who's like, who's really wants this card and makes me a, a you know, a, a really strong offer on this card. This, I, I, I will keep this card. Um, cause it took a long time to get one of these and, and, uh, it's hard to find them. I mean, I've been to a ton of shows and I've never, you know, I'm not going to say I never saw one, but uh, I, I've seen one or two in all the shows I've gone to, but it's not one you regularly see at shows. And if you do, it's usually like a very low, like a, you know, graded a six or a seven or something like that. So another card I'm excited to have. And this one, of course, you know how I'm excited to have, how excited I am to have this card here. And this card here, I mean, I've picked up 
they're probably out of i mean in the last card in this pack i this pile i'm talking about i picked up that joe burrow xrc auto um you know most recently but just before i picked that up i picked up this patrick mahomes xrc uh you know the bgs 95 gem mint uh and of all the cards I have, this one here, the value has gone up the most on this card. I mean, I'm up almost uh, $900 on this card, whether the value of the last couple that sold. And even more, the people, the ones that you can find for sale right now um, are, are even are four or $500 even more than that. So really excited on this card. And if you've been a listener of the pie, you know how long I was looking for one of these cards. It would take a lot for me to move this card at the national. Um, it would take a really strong offer for me to move this. I will bring it. Everything is for sale. But I mean, the, if I were to move this, I would think about a 10, you know, upgrading this from the nine, five to a 10. What I think, you know, with the, with the four nine fives, it's probably equal to a PSA ten, but uh, that's where I stand with this card. Absolutely love this card. All right, two more cards to go. Uh, we have the Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert, the XRC uh, PSA ten. Now I purchased this card. I want to say late August, early September last year. So I looked for one at the national. I tried to find, buy one there. I could not, could not touch one for under $2,000. August came, they were still pretty high uh, priced. And then I found this one and I bought this one at $1,500 and I was excited. I felt I got this thing under comp because even then the current comp was still around 18, 1850. So I thought I got a great price. Uh, and then the value just started to drop on this card. It dropped. I, I mean, I remember, I think I saw a sale of like 880 and 920 on this card. Uh, and I, you know, when, when it got down under 1500, I just took this card and put it on the shelf here behind me. And that's where it stayed. I mean, I didn't bring it to any shows. I wasn't about to try because I love the card. I love the XRC PSA 10. I wasn't about to move the card uh, for anything less than I paid for it. So, you know, now the, the, the last comp on this card was about 1350. So it's still probably not going to get to a place where I'll be able to sell that. Um, I would hope that it could, but I really don't think so. But I think with, with him and this particular card, I think that team has done a lot with changing up personnel and, and players and, and so many things. I think they're going to be a very competitive team this year. And I think his card, um, this card could go up in value. And if it doesn't, I'm happy to keep it with the rest of my XRCs, right? It's a, it's a great card. It's definitely for sale, but not won't be sold for a loss. Uh, the last card here is another XRC PSA 10. It's Trevor Lawrence. Uh, this card, I in fact, this XRC I got from the same guy I got the Mahomes XRC from. Uh, this deal was one, it's really hard to say, you know, I, I think I picked this card up for about maybe a 12 or $1,300 value. Um, the last sale on this card was 1450, but that value had been down all season last year. If you remember, this guy did not do well, 
Um, the Jaguars did not do well throughout the season, but then really did well in the playoffs. So the price has started coming up. Um, and I remember when I made this deal with the, with the, that guy, it was one of those deals that it was a really hard deal, but we both walked away thinking we won. And I, and, and to this day, I still think to myself, man, isn't that the best case scenario that if you go make a deal with somebody and you both walk away thinking that you won, like, I mean, to me, I, I it, it's, it's doesn't doesn't get any better than that. No, regardless of what happens down the road, because as time goes by, then you'll know did I win, did I lose, whatever. But at that time, if you both walked away feeling like a winner, it's a, it was a deal well done, right? Um, and the thing with 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 Trevor Lawrence this year, after the playoffs, people were so high on him. I mean, January, February, March, people were asking asking coming to the shows always looking for those cards and when i'd find one i could mark it up move it pretty quickly because people were buying those cards um i didn't go big on any trevor lawrence cards you know in, in my in my box for the national because i just felt that so many people were high on him so many people were buying buying him i felt going out there he was going to be probably in in abundance Right. And I talk about being at a show and everybody else has the same cards you have and, and, and you're in competition, like trying to get the sale. So in this case, I just felt that I have a handful of his cards from two to five hundred, I think. And I'm and I'm happy with what I have there and I'm happy that I'm going to move them at, at a fair price. But I didn't want to get into something too big that I may end up being stuck with for a long time because at this point, I'm just not a Trevor Lawrence fan. So I, I'm not, I don't want to be sitting on cards that I'm always trying to sell. If I'm going to invest in a bigger card, it'd be a card that, you know what, if the, if the bottom drops out, I'm still happy to have that card. Uh, and that's kind of the bigger what I'm investing. You see here the Mahomes cards. I mean, I did invest into the Burrow card that first Burrow card, that XRC, but that made sense. Uh, I, I was moving a Desmond Ritter card that was on its way down. Uh, and, and I'm glad I did. I'm glad I moved that card and uh, no regrets at all on that. And happy to have the Burrow. And it's an XRC, it's an autograph and it's to 49, right? So if it doesn't sell, happy to keep them right, right next to the rest of my XRCs. So that's all I have for you on the cards. Um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, I, I have a ton more of inventory going, but, um, you know, these were the cards that, you know, I, again, I felt were liquid um, that I wanted to share with you to uh, get it out there, right? Did my plan work? Did it not work? Um, not sure. Uh, we won't be sure, right? We're not going to know for sure. I'm not going to know for sure. And I guarantee I'm going to do an episode, you know, after the national to, you know, break it down. If, if it was worth everything I did, if I did the right thing, or I would just would have been better off just keep going to shows and moving these cards. But only time will tell, right? Because we have no idea what's going to happen in a few weeks, you know, in two weeks. But uh, getting excited to find out, right? So that's all I have for you. Um, remember, I am doing uh, 
hosting a trade night with Rob Sports Card Therapist on July 21st at Pop Century Collectibles in Oakland, New Jersey. It's a Friday night. It's the Friday night before the National. Uh, so I'm sure that place is going to be uh, pretty crowded, people pretty excited. Uh, so if you're in that area, definitely come by, say hello. That's where you'll find me. Uh, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. And if you like what you hear, please like, definitely subscribe. And most importantly, tell a friend and spread the word. And until next time, take care of yourselves and everyone around you. <laughs>